Hi, this is David from ESL RPG. Please listen to the end for information about how you can help support and grow this podcast. Welcome to ESL RPG. On this week's episode, a lot of stuff happens. This episode does get rather suggestive, but it has been cleaned up from its original form, so it's a lot less dirty, believe me. Here's a sample! Except for taxes, of course. Gotta, gotta think about taxes. Oh, that's very, very nice. Buy a mushroom. Yes, for turning heels. What? Will you go in my pocket, please? Well, that was easy. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Let's get to the action. Uh, I assume you all know what uh, Well, that all depends. Do you all want to go merchant to merchant and see who else is interested in joining this venture? I've got nothing better to do. Why not tag along? All right. I'll follow you guys. Okay. We're all going together. <laughs> Splitting up would have got things done faster, but okay. <laughs> The last time you started to go with Trolley's home, so for those of you who use magic, you feel an uh, anti-magic field. Yeah, that's okay. I don't care about that. This is a nice, friendly guy. If we get up to the the magic is so strong that you know it. Nothing, it, it will take several high-level pages to break the barrier. Uh, <laughs> he, he starts telling you, you know, who that he knows is on the house on the page. He knows his boss on the page. So the Dagar from Tate, he suspects council members to be in the Tate, but he has yet to, you know, figure out which ones they are. All right, well, you know what? What? Here's something I really want to want to know from you. Those folks on the Tate, when this new system goes into effect, do you want them just, you know, quietly taken out, or do you want them publicly punished? I mean, personally, I'd say publicly punished would mean that everybody knows what the new system is and that you don't do money going that way between the government and the businesses, except for taxes, of course. Got to think about taxes. If I was a concerned private citizen in this area, I would hypothetically want to do it very publicly to know that so that people know I'm taking my home back. But... Of course, that's hypothetically if I wasn't in law enforcement. And you are in law enforcement. So, hypothetically, if a private citizen were to do that, I would have to take some sort of action, but the law is quite unclear as what I would have to do if a private citizen was to defend his home and city from an evil incursion. So, what you're trying to say real indirect, like, is lawfully you cannot step in and help us either way, but you would not stand back from that. It might take me a while to catch the culprits of who stopped this evil. It may take me the rest of my life to figure out who did it. You know what, James? I like you. And I do want to do this by the book. That being said... And from what it sounds like, this book ain't writ right. You see him pick up a book, and it's clearly labeled Town Bylaws, and he pumps it into the fireplace. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I respect your initiative. That being said, there's got to be something left behind when this all happens. I'm sure that if this hypothetical ball was to start rolling, eventually the good 
technically would find their way in to fill the void. All right. Or if nothing else, this all hypothetic happening would steer people back to letting the root cause start again. Sounds like we just got to make sure more of them folk is supporting us than supporting them. Here's how we need to go, I think, then. I'm not going to ask you to stick your neck out that far, but I'm sure you, turning up to red, know the value of making sure you keep your word enough so that things progress into the future. So red kind of nods and says, you know, while we're supposed to be the hypothetics, if I were to go against these people, I might start with for tunnels to the north of town, where one might think they get their supplies through. I don't supply the guild, the guilds supply the corrupt officials. Alright. Now I agree with you, but keep in mind, the idea is start the seed here so it spreads far and wide enough that that whole network's taken over. Sure. Cut them off for now so that their only option is to depend on the town until the town and the guild, they start working together. But in the future, we got to connect it back up so that that kind of relationship between guilds and towns spreads in the future. We'll take your word for it. We'll see what we can do about shutting that off for now. But if we can make this thing succeed in the short term, maybe we can make it spread in the long term. You feel me? I like how you think about that. <laughs> I like that you think I'm a little man. <laughs> you should meet my friend. <laughs> He's all sleepy now, but... Are you talking about the little child that came in the town? <laughs> yeah, him! He ain't a child, by the way. I mean, he's young. He's about as young as that guy over there, but he's not young in the human sense. He's young in the halfling sense. That makes me feel better. I was going to have to ask you about that. Oh, no, 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 no. Nothing like that. I mean, come on. I'm a grandpa, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not so much like that, but I thought he was a human child, and I wanted to make sure that he was with his adults. I wanted to make him blue with the correct issue because he, I've seen my fair share of runaways. Just a quick double check, Vince. Do any of my grandchildren or children live in that town? I do actually have to ask and check because there's something like a hundred of them. None of them live in that town, but seems like you remember one, like a grandchild living somewhere within the day's travel. Not quite sure which direction yet. Would that be the kind of day's travel where they come here for trade? Yeah, they would come here every now and again for trade. You know, if they're farmers, they come here, they come to a couple other towns in the area. Really? They, they, they spend their time again to go to different towns that have a farmer market with. I'm going to add to it right now. Um, Cobalt Grandchild Farmer named Mortimer. And yes, I know that would make him Mortimer Mortimer, but still. <laughs> Morty Morty. Maybe he's just called Mortimer because all his friends call him Mortimer. Y'all haven't seen Morty, have you? Morty, Morty, little cobalt. Yeah, yeah, little cobalt. No, no, he's actually in one of the other towns. He should be back here in a week or two. I know, that's not why I was saying. I was saying because I'm related to him. Oh, okay. He's my grandson, you know? Yeah, and he'd tell you as much as anyone else. Don't matter who you are, if you're young enough, I take to you like a, well, you know, 
Only person I look at that way is my little suit. Alright, let's go find some merchants. I'm always down. Alright, so you guys make the good day, and um, the guards tell you that you, know, you might have a better look trying by the docks first. Alright, let's go down by the docks, let's check with them merchants, let's see who will be on board for this. By the way, while we're at it, let's workshop that percentage for the uh, insurance, you know, ma'am? Here's a real honest question. Do we charge the same percentage for everybody across the board? Do we do it by wealth? Do we do it by income? Do we do a scaling system over this amount? What have you? I prefer to leave the economics to other people. I don't have the mind for it, you see. Well, I don't actually know how to write it all out, so... So we're going to go and we're going to workshop down at the docks and uh, try and figure out what everybody else is going to do and remind them that, you know, uh, we're going to have to make this percentage something that it's going to benefit the Thieves Guild. It's going to benefit the people paying that insurance, you know. Uh, You can't make it too high or else the shop keeps ain't going to be down for it, but you can't make it too low. Otherwise, the Thieves Guild ain't going to buy it for it. You got to make it something that's going to, you know, build up the community on both sides. And my recommendation for that is go shop to shop, find the head merchant in each shop, and convince him to meet us either at James's place, if he's all right with that, or at a tavern somewhere downtown. So, excuse me, my place. We're all just friends here sharing a friendly conversation about our distaste for a group of people. All right. Out of curiosity, that anti-magic field around here, does that also include a sanctuary spell? Alright, then that means we're absolutely sure that there ain't going to be anybody scrying on us. Nice, I'm going to get me a beer. Why don't you two get the conversation started? I trust you more than I trust him, and that's saying something. (laughs) That's saying something dreadful, you trust me more than him. Exactly. Sorry about that, Greg. You're a very nice boy and your heart's in the right place, but we're going to have to talk numbers here. Numbers, okay. So we're just at the docks trying to get these people to follow us. Dreg stares at all the trinkets on the table, <laughs> deep in thought. Uh, I look for the the person in charge of this shop that we're in. Where's the headmaster in charge? Of you? Who am I supposed to talk to? Our matey, what can I get ye? <laughs> you fellas are not very nice. If you're not nice, then get out. I've got no time to be going out just for manners. I'm here on a matter of great importance. Oh, that's very, very nice. Upon the commotion, the guy who owns the shop does come out of the back room. What the blazing hell's going on here? We're here to talk to you about these thieves. We're here to help you. Ain't no thieves here. No, there's thieves all over this town. We're trying to get everybody together to join us so we can better handle this, this commotion they've been causing. You want to buy something? <laughs> I'm a shopkeeper. I want to sell stuff. You come into my shop, so are you going to buy something? Okay, I, I just want to roll a per, persuade. Buy a mushroom. Buy a mushroom? Yes. For turning heels. What? You're in a seamstress's shop. Buy a mushroom for turning heels. Have it. Oh, okay, I'll buy a mushroom for turning heels. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> For the shop owner, you're a the Do you sell mushrooms for turning heels? So, when you're sewing socks, there's a conical with a handle shaped wooden thing you use to help form the heel and the toe so you can sew around it and make the correct shape. Right. 
That's called That's a mushroom. mushroom. Okay. I use them, but I don't sell them. Alright, can, can I roll persuasion so I can convince him just to at least like us and want to listen to what we have to say? 19. Hey, you just barely popping down a little bit. Okay, I guess I'm convincing him now. Alright, I, in order to butter him up just a little bit more, I throw down maybe two gold pieces I throw down on the counter. You got an you I'll let you handle, handle the conversation. Listen, my friend shopkeep, there's been a lot of trouble in this town with these thieves causing a bunch of ruckus among the townsfolk. It would be very helpful for you to come and talk to my friends. We're trying to get a little group together so we can control these thieves and make things a little bit more profitable for everybody in town. Yeah, everyone knows about these thieves. I mean, they're really well known around this town. Mm. But you don't know what you're dealing with, my friends. They have really powerful creatures working for them. Like, anyone who opposes them gets mashed, gets slaughtered. So I'm, I'm really hesitant to help you guys. I don't want to get killed by these thieves. Okay. He seems a bit timid, so in order to butter him up a little more... I throw down two more gold coins on the counter. Plus, should I roll persuasion one more time just so... You're doing a very good job, Greg. That's about 13. Harold is 7. <laughs> Not even my gold can persuade him. I'll take your gold, though. Greg walks up to the counter and says, Loincloths, please. <laughs> okay, what's your size? I like this one. Okay, that's one. That one's on the house. <laughs> How much? He's not good with. Bob's not here. He can't explain. Okay. <laughs> Bob is outside for some reason. I can't explain. <laughs> here. How much gold do you have on Two you? Two copper. Uh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Thank you. Drake just walks away. Looks at other garments around the store. <laughs> <laughs> Mention of, you know, asking for the loincloth, you see Mistress immediately looks you up and down and just starts undressing you with her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Old seamstress or young, young seamstress? Young, voluptuous seamstress. Terry Pratchett seamstress or modern world seamstress? Terry Pratchett. The one who knows what a mushroom is or no? He knows exactly what a mushroom is. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, the, I, I think the lady. Yeah, that would yes. be Sandra. So my NPC. Hey, honey, what you looking at? I like your clothes. Look at how this loincloth sits. It's how to get the baby better for it. We're going to talk about this later. You know what? Bob's, meanwhile, going to go to a bar because bars and bars know people who tell stories, so... We're more likely to hit it off. I don't know how this is going to go. I'm pretty sure the shop they're at, they're not going to get much information. Well, they're not there to get information. They're there to get support. I mean, the, yeah. like it, And they um, might have support from the young seamstress just because sexy man shopping for a new loincloth. And whatever else will fit his fancy. Maybe my should voice the seamstress. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Marshall. Yeah, you're the shop 
Yes. The girl that works there. Welcome to our shop. Thank you. <laughs> um, how about these short pants for you to wear? They look nice. These pants have four pockets, and you can carry many things <laughs> while you travel. What goes in the pockets? <laughs> I don't know. How much? This one was two copper. This pants is for one gold. One gold. What's in the pockets? <laughs> one gold. Okay. Here you are. One gold. <laughs> Bob is sitting outside having a, having a preaching aneurysm. <laughs> Shagrat is inside watching in utter amusement at what's going on. I'm having a seizure. I'm having a seizure. <laughs> Greg tosses on the new loincloth over the one he just bought. It wasn't a loincloth, it was pants. Oh, pants. Short pants. Short, short pants. pants, okay. Shorts, oh, okay. Nice shorts, thank you. Um, Vince. <laughs> Normal man shorts, or Daisy Dukes on a man? Normal man shorts. Okay. Thank you for shopping. <laughs> what are you doing here in this town? I like you the just... clothes. We are going <laughs> to shops. Do you need... Anything else? Will you go in my pocket, please? <laughs> I will after I finish walking. <laughs> okay, I'll be back. Greg <laughs> walks outside. Hey there, Greg, how'd it go? I bought shorts. That's good. That's good that you bought shorts. They have pockets. That's good that they have pockets. You know what? It's always nice to have pockets so you can put stuff in them. Yes. Do you have something to put in them pockets? The lady in the shop later. I ruffle his hair. <laughs> you done good, boy. Shagrat, you're still in there negotiating I'm with the... I'm still trying to skin me. So everybody who has seen this interaction, seen this unfold, roll it and cut and check. Okay. If you can restart your brains. Okay. No, 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 no. Uh, shopkeeper also witnessed it. Bob is a Bob is a grandpa. He does not even bother restarting his brain. He just understands that his little drag is growing up. Okay. Oh, There's I, no restarting the brain here. I, shopkeeper rolls 14. Shagrat right. rolls 19. You get good thoughts and and are able to move on with but the intelligent, decent conversation after witnessing what just happened. Uh, anyway, hey, don't bring your friend in here again, confusing my staff. Wait, is is she supposed to be his his wife, or is she just a worker? That's a good question. <laughs> I thought she, I thought she was no, supposed to be his wife. She's just a worker. Uh, she's oh, good. oh good. Okay. Oh good. Oh good. We do yeah. not need to be <laughs> off any shopkeepers while we're out here. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry my friend over here is seducing your shopkeepers a little. Oh, back to what I was saying. We were trying to make this city more profitable for everybody. Get these thieves in line in order to make everything beneficial for the whole of that town. <laughs> Since we had our brains, like, restarted 
Does that mean I get one more chance at a persuasion roll to convince him with our new brains to join our cause? This is yours with Okay, I get... Please give me another like 19 or a nat 20. I really need it. Yeah, which is a 15. 18. Right. Okay, since this is the third try, um, maybe... Okay, if you come back here with some additional support from other people, I would be willing to join you. But as it is now, I'm kind of hesitant. Because like I said, this guild is really powerful. They have really strong henchmen, really strong connections, even, you know, in government in this town. I don't want to risk my shop or my life. All right, I'll tell you this, good sir. If I get your word, if I come back with more support that you have, that you will join our group, then we'll make everything right. Uh, we'll be meeting at James's place. All right. If you get more support, and if you keep your hands friend out of my shop. Don't worry. As long as I have your support, the other ma- mates I'll bring about, you won't ever hear from my pantsing friend ever again. All right. We have a deal. <laughs> Let's roll for handshake. Okay, roll for handshake. You miss. <laughs> Seventeen. Eight. Okay, your grip is stronger than mine. Yes. I give him a firm, strong, hearty grip. Okay, my hand kind of hurts from this handshake, but I shake it off. Okay, I stroll confident out of the shop and rejoin Bob and Greg. Wearing his new pants. Wearing his new pants that don't happen to have the lady in them quite yet. The voluptuous maiden from we the... Like short shorts. I like short shorts. <laughs> we like short shorts. Yeah! Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so I'm taking Drag over to the bar to show off his sexy new short shorts and also try and get them tavern no. owners <laughs> interested in our... That's a performance check, right? Well, it's a performance check on his end because he's showing off them glutes. Okay. <laughs> Putting it pol- politely. For what it's worth, the seamstress is at nat 20 for getting in the, in the shorts later. What? <laughs> what? The seamstress gets is. gets a nat 20 for getting. The seamstress is absolutely <laughs> taking him aside <laughs> from the meeting to a hotel room or somewhere. He's gonna go to the Okay. But, okay! You're a good boy, Drag. Now let's go to that bar. Okay, let's go. Let's get ourselves another drink. Well, you can get yourself a drink. I got myself some business. I can do business and get a drink, can I? Tell you what, why don't you go play a song in the corner, then? All right, I can get a few more go. Shagrat goes off into the corner and tries to... Uh, play a song or two and get some more goals. Let's see. So, 23. Alright. You get 20 gold. Ooh, okay. I gotta also count the four gold that I gave to the... That I lost to the shopkeeper earlier, plus my four now. Yeah, Drag, make sure that you're counting how much gold you spend. Wait, how much gold did I just get now? 20? Because you spent some gold, you spent some copper for the loincloth, and you spent some gold for the pants. 86 gold. Yes. Okay. We're all okay? We're okay. We're okay. Okay. Let's go get a drink. Okay. Same Tris, 
I have paper. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna talk to the tavern owner. What can I get you, mate? Well, it's not about what I, what you can get me. It's about what I can get you. Yeah, we're we're selling stuff here. We don't buy stuff. Yeah, I know. I'm buying a drink right now, but I'm also selling some information. What kind of information? See, what I'm selling is I'm selling the opportunity to uh, make sure that Thieves Guild, you know, the one that's trying to bankrupt the town, basically, selling the opportunity to turn them into something that makes the town boom. Check. No, no, no. Uh, I think the bar keep wants to do a uh, honesty check, whatever that requires. Insight. Insight. Can I use my character stats? Sure. Okay. Seven. Okay. Um, that would be a 15, because I'm not lying. Okay. Yeah, the, this Thieves Guild's been really kind of a, you know, pain in the... Batoot. Batoot of everyone in this town. So, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to some change, but it's a really powerful organization. Like, what, what exactly are you planning to do? See, what we're planning to do is we're planning to identify the folks in government who are aligned with them so we can take them down and uh, identify the folks inside the Thieves' Guild who wouldn't be privy to uh, turn it into something that would benefit the whole town, take them down, and then with the support of town, turn it into something that would help protect everybody for a nominal fee and, you know, make it so that business can work more smoothly. Yeah, I would be okay with paying for protection, so to speak, or insurance, but I don't know what you expect of me, what you expect me to do right now. Well, what I expect you to do right now is nothing. However, sometime this evening, well, let's call it tomorrow morning because he's still got to do his work, you know? You know James. Yeah, he uh, he's a, a head night watchman. Yeah, he's a decent fella. Exactly. Now, we are going to be meeting at James's place. So that's probably going to be sometime in the morning tomorrow. And we're going to be talking about how to plan so that we can make it work, you know? How to plan so that we can get the necessary merchants on the right side of it so that we can get the support so that we can, you know, because there is that one guy on the pay cut of the Thieves Guild in the Day Watch, get him taken down and... Anybody in Thieves Guild who ain't down for moving towards a more kinder, sustaining model, make sure they get taken down. Yeah, we're going to be planning there. Yeah, sounds good to me. So, you know, when things get rolling, when the ball gets rolling, just let me know what to do. All right. And while we're at it, you might want to talk with that seamstress fella who has the lovely, voluptuous lady overworking there. Oh, you mean... You mean Eddie? Yeah, yeah. Or Eddie, he's a nice yeah, he's a nice guy. He's got he's got some really nice girl working there. Yeah, she's been around. She's been in everyone's pocket. <laughs> I am making an executive decision here. He is off in the corner drinking. Maybe talking to a barmaid. Everybody else will have something to Okay. Nineteen. You're noticing that he's getting lots of attention from the bar witches. Like his 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 mug is never going to have half empty. 
I'm a little suspicious. Should I roll an insight? Yeah. Okay, I'm feeling a little suspicious. Let's see. 22. It's just that the bar windows are taking notice of the new pants and everything. And they're trying to get in his pockets again. <laughs> well, ain't you popular, man? What are all these bar winches getting in his pockets for? This beer is delicious. <laughs> Speaking more honestly, maybe you should uh, go back to that seamstress shop. Maybe invest in a loincloth or uh, similarly well-fitted short pants or uh, work out a lot more. Yeah, I need to see that pocket lady again. <laughs> <laughs> well, if she leave you the parchment in your pocket? Yes, I have the paper. Okay, does the paper tell you how you need to do? I don't know. Can you read it? No. I can't neither. Okay, I, I snatch the paper from his hands, and I, I read to them out loud what it says. It tells you know, her name is Attila. It tells you where her house is. And it tells you how to find her team to get in. Ooh. Matilda, eh? There's something suspicious about this barmaid and all these wenches trying to get in his pockets. I say we wait till the cold night, sneak over there and pay her a little visit. See what's going on. Everyone likes my pockets. <laughs> Shagrat? Yeah. Come yeah. this way. Oh, I'm coming. I, 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 I wobble over towards, towards Bob. Ah! What was that for? He's popular with the ladies. The... If you're really worried about it, convince him to leave your purse with him when he goes off, and you give it back. You you give it back to him in the morning. Well, why don't you do the convincing yourself then? Uh, Drake, give us your purse pockets, eh? Okay, here you are. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now you'll be perfectly sure that when he goes off and meets with a wench, he's not going to be getting fleeced for everything he owns, because he owns nothing except the pants! (laughs) And his club, and his accent. But! Uh, He might not come back to the pants. Actually, that'll be even better. (laughs) Out of character, that'll be perfect. Leave him the note, though, for how to get to Matilda's place. Maybe... Uh, I slipped the note back into his pocket. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, I st- he doesn't know how to get there. I just, yes, I, he I, does no, not... No, I, re- I read it out loud to everybody, so he should... Yes, he, you read it out loud to him, but it's an address. It's not a map. Hand it this way. All right, I hand the note over to Bob. Do me a favor, friend. Hmm? You know this address... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half the town knows this address. All right. <laughs> I did not need to know that, but thank you. Could you draw a map? Because my, me and my friend here, we can't read nothing. Yeah, okay, sure. We just need a square for where this bar is, and lines for where the streets are, and a star for where he needs to go. Sure. Eighteen. So, the bartender draws a very, very easy-to-find map. Like, a map that's really easy to read. All right, and is there a cleric we should go to after? Yes, there is. Okay, can you give us that map? 
Mm, I think there's probably two or three near that place you're going to because it's so good for business for them. Tell you what, let's hit up all of them and let's try and convince them too. Big strapping lad like yourself, we're sure to get them in- involved with us. Okay, let's go. Any of you have detect magic? Yes, I do. I'll be great time to cast it. Okay, so I cast detect magic. Do I need to roll to cast detect magic? Or no, you don't need no. to roll anything. Okay. All right, it happens. Your comrade's new pants are glowing heavily. <laughs> oh, God. She's got hot pants. I know I've had a little bit of training in magic in my day. I've seen many things, but this I've never seen. I've never seen hot pants. Magic hot pants. <laughs> what is going on? Greg, I want to do an experiment. Okay. I'll give you my overalls. You give me them pants. I like the pockets. My overalls have six pockets. Okay, here you are. (laughs) (laughs) You have Grandpa hunched over, hobbling with his cane, no shirt, and those shorts. (laughs) Just to test. Well, first of all, you notice that the ants magically um, size the fitness correctly. I expected that. And if you take your Facebook Messenger, I'm glad to send you what happens. And now, Bob notices that the women are kind of staring at him. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I am a grandpa, but I'm also a Goliath. They weren't staring at me before. Correction, they're staring to a particular region of the <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's what I want to know. See, Bob, I told you there was something up with them witches. It has to do with these pants. Tell you what, look down. Anything different? You got hot pants. Should I show him? Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's happening? That's all I want to know. Thank you. You can have these back. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I get my shirt back on, too. Character, since none of you didn't really look around the shop while you were in there, you would have seen a few little, you know, Cupid symbols around around, the shop. Okay, so, mystery of the pants solved. So, I'm assuming that's the bartender at that tavern, that's the seamstress's shop there, and did we go by the apothecaries? Yeah, the, the one closest to Matilda's house to start with, which is... Peter and Down from her house. I love how you rolled for that. <laughs> I'm going to roll to basically sum up as big changes in town, Thieves Guild may be getting out, James's house tomorrow morning. Yep. Natural 20. Oh, that's oh, funny. What? See you there. There or be square. Bring your friends. <laughs> all them friends. And I'm going to assume that means all the apothecaries, because uh, they all got to balance that business from Matilda. I mean, to be fair, you didn't check if the bartender was lying or not. He might have just been, you know, interested in the girl, and she scorned him, so maybe she's not what he said. While we're down here, Fish Market, Smithy, and... Because if there's one thing that Bob has learned over the years, 
It's you do not cross lawyers and you make sure they are on your side. So I'm finding me a lawyer. I think we can just roll it into, say, three common rolls. Okay. Everybody roll. That's a 15, a 13, and a 21. Yeah, this gets, you know, almost the apothecaries say they're interested in hearing more. Because while, you know, the thieves kill is great for business, they're starting to tax too much. That's, that's what we need to have here if they're looking is they're growing too big and being, just being, getting too ahead. So they, a lot of what they're interested in least hearing what they have to say. Okay. The, uh, interesting part of it, when you go down to the market, a lot of the farmers are jumping on board immediately. In part because, you know, they have, have Bob as a farmer, but also because they can't make a living with what they grow, especially with the growing season coming to an end, and, you know, the field guild not showing any signs of slowing down with the The fishermen are still kind of on, on the fence. They're a bit fishy about it. Because uh, while the thieves guilds are pinning their sides, the fishermen know that if they go out one way, the entire town, including thieves guilds, will suffer greatly because come winter, you're not going to have any food. You're not going to be able to sustain food. Fair enough there. The fishermen put out on the ice. You know, and to some respect, the apothecaries are the same way. The healers, because you know, they know that if they go shop, it's going to be a lot harder to keep people healthy. And people are healthy, they start dying, they start dying, you get no money. That person got mostly ahead to the blue collar area of, the, of this, of that town to at least want to come in and sit down and hear what you have to say. That being said, what about the lawyers? You've got two young lawyers to come and kind of, a lot of the old lawyers are just saying, hey, you know what, I've got a couple years of retirement, I'm not looking to make waves, I, I kind of retire well, well outside the, uh, the CPU's reach. But some of the younger lawyers still are ambitious, still want to, you know, make their town a better place. Who are the ones to come in and, and, and see what they can do? Okay, I'm going to leave the older ones because Bob could give them a speech about how folk like this don't just sit back and let their reach go unreached. But honestly, I've been... They're enough to know that if folk ain't willing to fight for themselves, then ain't worth even talking about that. Plus, we can probably leave that discussion for next game. So yeah, that happened. Uh, see you next time! Thank you for listening to ESLRPG. This podcast is recorded at MT English School in Toyama, Japan. Real quick, we'd like to say thank you to our patrons. So, thank you. To our patron, King Michael, first of his name, master of Cherry Hafweissens, and ruler of the Land of Awesome. Hi, this is David from ESL RPG. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us by becoming a patron on Patreon at ESL RPG. Patrons get access to such benefits as updates on the future of the podcast, voting on one-shots, and access to full, unedited recordings. Also, if you are a game master or like role-playing, we recommend our friend Matt's Patreon at Milby's Maps. He creates massive maps for fantasy games, including castles and whole cities. If you like what you see, consider supporting him.
Finally, one of the biggest ways you can support this podcast is by recommending it to any friends who might be interested. If you know someone who likes games, is studying English, or is looking for ideas for their classroom, let them know about us. Every new listener helps. Thanks for all the help, and see you next time.